This podcast is brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. BankInfoSecurity.com is your source for the news and views shaping security and risk management within the finance space. Researchers in Spain confirmed that Zeus has infiltrated mobile. And a new Trojan called Bugat, which hit LinkedIn users last week, is not so powerful as Zeus, but more difficult to detect. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group, here with the Week in Review for Friday, October 15th, 2010. Researchers at S21Sec have confirmed a malware threat to mobile banking devices. In late September, the Zeus Trojan hit mobile banking users at 12 Spanish banks. S21Sec, a security firm that provides e-crime intelligence, discovered a link between malware that was hitting online users and mobile banking users. Ultimately, it was a dual Zeus compromise, says Daniel Brett, head of business development for S21Sec. Brett says this so-called man-in-the-mobile, or Zeus MITMO attack, is likely just the beginning, as other types of malware aimed at mobile devices can be expected. Now, after this short break, I'll be right back with more news highlights from our week. Are you responsible for your institution's compliance program? Do ATM fraud, ACH fraud, and online fraud keep you up at night? Do you have any certifications which require continuing professional education credit hours? The solution to your problems may be the BankInfoSecurity.com Educational Webinar Library. You'll find plenty of courses that align with your core responsibilities. Visit BankInfoSecurity.com for more information on how to access these webinars. A new Trojan hit the playing field last week, a smaller, less sophisticated cousin of Zeus. Bugat is getting IT and cybersecurity professionals' attention because of its sneaky behavior. According to researchers, it's more difficult to detect than Zeus, and that makes it dangerous. Last week, Bugat hit LinkedIn users with a phishing attack. Researchers say this new malware's emergence reflects an attempt by cybercriminals to diversify their attack tools, using a platform that is similar to Zeus. And token payments. They're interesting even if they do make my head spin a bit trying to figure out how to define them. In theory, tokenized payments are quite secure. When a payment transaction is initiated, the credit or debit card number is replaced with a token, which ultimately is assigned either to a transaction or a card number. When the transaction is processed, the card information associated with the token is used, rather than the card number itself. So if a transaction is somehow intercepted or a database compromised, the only thing fraudsters get their hands on is the token. One industry expert I spoke with called the relationship between tokenization and the payments processing industry, quote, unquote, the perfect storm. So I wonder, what does that mean for PCI compliance? Is compliance with security standards even needed when the card information is taken out of the picture? A number of industry observers and analysts have criticized the PCI Council for its lacking guidance on tokenization. But maybe guidance on tokenization is not even needed. That's this week's Week in Review. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten. Have a great week. This podcast has been brought to you by BankInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.BankInfoSecurity.com.